Hey everyone, welcome to Better Words. I'm Caitlin and I'm just a bookish babe. You'll hear from Michelle in just a moment um, because she is overseas. We're not even in the same country anymore or the same continent. So while oceans separate us, um, Michelle is going to be sending us some little clips that you can hear about her trip. Um, So I guess real quickly, I'm just going to do my own little intro. Um, This isn't as fun by myself. (laughs) Uh, I have finished reading Dorothy Must Die. Um, I've started reading Crazy Rich Asians because I think I would like to read that. I wanted to read it before I saw the movie, um, which only really came on my radar like last week. Um, I saw the trailer when I went and saw Ocean's 8, which was awesome. Um, yeah, I've been, I've actually been re-watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt with my roommate, Monica, who we've mentioned before on the podcast. Um, she had never seen it before and I thought that she would think it was really funny and she does. So, um, we're like halfway through the second season now or something so bingeable. Um, yeah, so we're really enjoying it and I'm really enjoying watching it a second time because I'm noticing things that I didn't see before and things that I know link to what happens later. So it's really cool and, oh, damn, it's so funny. If you haven't watched this show on Netflix, you really should. It's hilarious. I think it's one of the first Netflix original things I ever watched. Okay, on to Michelle's little clip. I've actually listened to it already and it's very funny. Her and Jack are having a great time on their trip so far. It's only only a few days in though because it took like almost two full days to get over there. But um, I'm going to let you listen to their little clip and then I'm going to say something quickly afterwards. Did you stop it? Yeah. What? Hey guys, it's Michelle. And Jack. And we are sitting in St. Stephen's Green in Dublin. It's a beautiful park. The trees are so massive and green. And there's these cute little like wildflowers everywhere. It's really pretty. It's an overcast day, but it's actually like surprisingly warm, like much warmer than we expected. Just taking in all the scenery and trying not to get attacked by the killer seagulls. (laughs) Yeah, so that actually brings me to my first story. So we got to Dublin after four flights and like 36 hours of traveling. We finally got to Dublin and then we were like, okay, let's stay awake to beat the jet lag. So we got there to our Airbnb about 4 p.m. and we have the loveliest Airbnb host ever. Her name's Colette. She's so, so wonderful. So she drove us down to, so we're on the outer suburbs of Dublin And she drove us down to this little village called Howth, which is like um, kind of like the seaside. And it's only like half an hour walk away, but she drove us down there and it was so sunny when we arrived. Well, surprisingly enough, it was actually our winter in Australia, but everyone there was swimming and had their shirts off. We didn't expect it. So we were actually like reasonably warm. Like we were in t-shirts and jeans and I was actually like a bit sweaty on our walk back. Um, so it was like it was really warm and yeah like Jack said people (laughs) it was so funny pasty bodies (laughs) there were so many people who were sunburned felt really bad for them (laughs) Um, it was it was really weird though because we just had not expected Ireland 
to be like that and to see people mm. like just walking around with their shirts off <laughs> it was really weird but there were people there were kids swimming and it was, would have been so cold in the water like it may have been warm in the sun but the water would have been so freezing so we walked around for a bit and we got um some fish and chips oh shit oh, there's a seagull. holy shit coming back for us oh already. my god guys sorry <laughs> I just like physically like flinched with the memory of the trauma that I'm about to describe and mm. it's coming back to haunt me literally. So the seagulls here are massive and I would say probably three times the size of Australian seagulls. Almost the size of I'd say a small albatross. A small albatross. <laughs> it's just death staring us now with its beady little eyes. I reckon it would be like half the size of our dog. It would be half the size of Percy. It's, it it's watching us. Its it knows <laughs> that we're talking about it now. It's just staring at us, guys. I wish you could see this. So we're sitting there. We go get our fish and chips. We're sitting there on the grass because it's kind of like, what would you say? What was the word you used? Like, it looks like a little harbour thing, isn't it? Yesterday. Yeah, like where a all little the, wharf. Yeah, a little wharf. It was a little wharf. So we were sitting on the grassed area and, like, we started eating our fish and chips, which were really nice. And the fish was still quite hot, so I was breaking off bits, and then I was like, oh, I'm just going to take a bite of it, like, fully, because it's getting really hot to to break into bits. So I'm sitting there, like, a millisecond away from... Eating it. From, yeah, no, I'm just looking at the seagull. Go away. It's going to rummage through it your is, bag. like, obsessed with us. Why are you so obsessed with me? Ew, it's spewed. Ew, what? Yeah. Go away. It's, it's okay. So big. They're kind of cute. I mean, they are growing on me. Okay, so I'm a millisecond away from putting this piece of fish into my mouth, and out of nowhere, whoosh, this seagull comes and takes it right from my hand. Like, right, it was, it was, I was literally just like, it was almost inside my mouth. It just and my I was just left with my hand there and my mouth open and like it was like it just suddenly wasn't there and then all these other seagulls started eating it was like a shark attack and I was so tired I was just like staring at it like what just happened and like hysterically laughing like the point where you are so tired that you just, <laughs> just don't laugh. care anymore and this Irish guy who had sat down with his partner to eat was like, oh, did you see that? It just took it right out of your hand. Oh, oh Lord. And he was like, oh, my gosh, it just took your fish, your whole fish. And then he's like telling all the other people, he was like, they, they will just, they don't give a shit. Just, you've got to be careful of the seagulls. They, they will just take it right out of your hand. They don't they give a shit. Here, they like don't give a shit. And he was just like... Worse than magpies. Yeah, he was just like, I've never seen anything like that. And I was just standing there, like, like, like sitting there. I was just sitting there, like... Jack said I looked like I was going to cry. Because <laughs> I was like, that's $14 worth of fish that you just... I've had two bites of. Thank you. It just took the entire fish fillet out of my hand. It was ridiculous. And the fact mm-hmm. that it just, like from nowhere stealthily from in the air flew between Jack and I and Jack actually thought it had only tried to take my food but it just pulled it right out of my hand yeah it got all of it (laughs) well here it comes now why did you do that it's hungry so yeah so what did you want to say about the seagull attack 
Uh, it was quite um, terrifying. <laughs> it was actually quite terrifying. We just like. Uh. But we we're both too jet lagged to even. Yeah. Move. But any other time, Jack will tell you I would probably have screamed. Like Jack's seen me around magpies and I'm still like scarred from a magpie attack. So I just like flinch every time they come near us. And now like as soon as I see these seagulls, I'm like, oh, oh. So yeah, that was, um, that was quite an interesting experience. And then we walked back like a 20 minute walk back in the sunshine in the, it's kind of hot actually. It was warm, yeah. Yeah, in the sunshine back to our beautiful place and we tried to stay awake I think we finally fell asleep at like 8 p.m. But it was, honestly, it was so sunny. It is ridiculous here. The sun... sun doesn't set until around 11.30. Yeah, like then it's fully dark at like 11.30. And then rises at about 6. So you don't get... No, it was more than that. Because I I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning briefly and it was already light outside. Like it wasn't fully light, but it was like... It's only a few hours of darkness. Like it... It was incredible. And so it was really disconcerting because it honestly looked like it was about 3 or 4 p.m. outside. And we were like, oh, it's 8 p.m. Like, it was really, really weird. And I've never Mm. known anything. It was so disconcerting because I just kept thinking it was like an afternoon nap. Um, Like, even now it's 5.30 and it feels like it's midday. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit different today too because it is, it, it, it's become overcast. But in the morning, it was really sunny. And we had the most beautiful breakfast um, at our Airbnb place. We didn't expect it because, like, breakfast wasn't included. But um, she made us, like, a pot of tea. And we're just sitting there looking out onto her beautiful, like, colourful garden. Just was really, really gorgeous. Like, everything you picture beautiful like lush green garden to be it was amazing it's just really sunny and stuff but we have still needed jackets because it is a little bit windy it's about like 23 degrees yeah I think. Like yeah. yeah which perfect for, weather for yeah for, like that is rockhampton's high temperature in winter so yeah it's quite funny <laughs> um and today we also visited the trinity library and the book of kells which is like probably the most instagrammed library in the world um so i'm sure you've seen you will have seen photos of it it's the most amazing library of like over twenty thousand books um interestingly arranged by size so the biggest ones are on the bottom shelves and then they just like go all the way up to the teeny tiny ones at the top Uh, so we went to the we also went to the winding stair bookshop which was beautiful um, one that I've seen, I think it was Sana from Books and Quills. I saw her Dublin City Guide and she suggested going there and it was really, really beautiful. So I bought two books, which I'm going to try and get out of my bag here. So I wanted some books that um, really kind of helped, like a, like an idea of Irish life. So... Um, I bought two books here, one on the recommendation of the lady who works there or owns it, I'm not sure, um, and it's called Lying in Wait by Liz Nugent and it is a like murder mystery thriller um, which sounds really, really good and she recommended it because I said I really love Tanya French's stuff um, and that's the Dublin Murder Squad series 
And then the other one is called Down by the River by Edna O'Brien. And um, I believe she was a writer in the 60s, but the um, lady was telling me she was quite ahead of her time because I was saying how I wanted something feminist and... um, I guess quite forward thinking and like these new voices of Irish culture um, and this is another crime book but um, obviously a little bit um, I mean it's contemporary of its time which is in the 60s I think um, the other one that was there that I didn't get that I would really love to get uh, maybe before we leave Ireland is um, an anthology called Repeal the Eighth so um, they recently um, repealed the Eighth Amendment to allow women to um, legally get abortions in Ireland and it's been a huge thing. The campaign for it has been huge. I've been following it. Um, and this anthology... Uh, yes? And our host, Talachi, was um, talking about how up in, in Northern Ireland that um, a lot of the Catholic and... Um, Protestant? Protestant, yeah, um, churches up there still, you know, believe it's you know wrong and even though it's legal now that they just don't oh and not just not just abortion gay marriage marriage as well yeah um so to be a satanist it was um really interesting to talk to her she it was an interesting perspective as well because her son was gay too so um she was kind of telling us about how I guess a bit more of the cultural history of Ireland, which I find fascinating. So um, I'm going to start these thriller books and if I come across the Repeal the Eighth book again while we're here, I'll probably get it. Um, so it's got writers like Louise O'Neill, um, Catelyn Moran, um, oh, a lot of other people uh, who I've seen on the TV and stuff. It's got poetry and non-fiction and um, fiction and just a lot of things written in response to the campaign. Um, so the more I talk about it, the more I really want it. Um, but I, I might um, get it. The only um, downside of our holiday so far is that Jack has injured his shoulder. So we had to start our day by going to the doctor. Um, and luckily... It was, we found someone was very helpful in a pharmacy and told us a good doctor to go to who saw us straight away. So Jack wants to go back to the bookshop because... Um, I didn't get to appreciate it enough because I've been in agonising pain, but it's coming better with the <laughs> medication. So. And, like, he's not, he's not exaggerating that. He literally, like, couldn't... He wanted to... Okay, if anyone heard that noise, it was a child, not a bird. It's okay. Um... But he, he's not exaggerating the agonising pain thing. His whole arm was spasming and we think it's a trap nerve. And um, when we were in the bookshop, he couldn't look at the top row of the bookshelves because he couldn't move, like he couldn't tilt his head back that far. So we probably will go back and let's be honest, I probably will buy that book. Um, but so far, oh, we had donuts. We had donuts too, the most amazing donuts. Better than Krispy Kremes. Obviously. Um, it was called the Rolling Donut. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I got the uh, raspberry jam, and Michelle got a caramel. No, it was apple. Caramel. Apple crumble. Like it was like. Apple. It was like apple, apple and cinnamon thingy. Yeah. yeah. It was really really nice. Um, so anyway, we're gonna go back to enjoying this amazing city. It's just wonderful. Um, oh, Jack, what do you think of everyone's accents? They are great. <laughs> <laughs> I almost don't want to talk with slang because I sound so inferior. <laughs> um, so I've got to try to speak proper English now. No, you've got to speak Irish. 
or Irish. Actually, what's funny here um, is that, like, the Gaelic language is still, like, all the sign posts and stuff and all the um, street names and, like, when we're on the bus, all the announcements are said in English and Gaelic, which is really cool. So, yeah, I think we should learn a few words of Gaelic. Well, we were told, actually, um, a few of the places um, in Galway, um, the smaller villages... Only some of them only speak Gaelic, so that'll be interesting if we venture through any of those. We'll have to <laughs> try and find our way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna explore more Dublin. But so far, it's been very, very literary themed. Oh, we went past Oscar Wilde's statue as well. That was really cool. So yeah, it's a lot of a lot of book stuff happening here. Um, yeah, I can't remember what. That this episode is going to be about um, but I will leave you in Caitlin's capable hands and yeah enjoy the episode because we've recorded some really amazing stuff for while I'm away um, which I'm really excited to share I just can't remember which one it was meant to be this week <laughs> bye Okay, I hope you enjoyed Michelle and Jack's little clip there. Um, I just have to make a comment on the seagull story. Um, to me, the first thing I thought of when Michelle was telling this story was all of the seagulls that I used to love seeing at Henley Beach in Adelaide. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned it a lot, but um, I moved to Queensland when I was about 10 years old, so I have a lot of family in Adelaide and I visited there a lot. And there are so many seagulls um, at Henley Beach, at Grange, at yeah, on the beaches in Adelaide that they will come and steal chips right out of your hand if you just hold them out. They don't usually come and steal without your permission, I don't think. I've never experienced that. Um, and apparently Australian seagulls are a lot smaller. <laughs> but there's not really many seagulls up here in Queensland where we live um, at the beach um, at Poon, there's a few, but they don't really bother you. They'll eat food if you drop it, but I don't think they really bother you that much, not compared to other ones I've experienced. So I thought that that was pretty funny. Um, although I'm, I do feel bad that Michelle has been traumatized now by birds because that's not fun. <laughs> okay, so now we're officially getting off to the episode. Um, I am shocked Michelle didn't remember that this week is our Veronica Mars discussion. Ah, yes, marshmallows unite. So stay tuned and we'll discuss the fierce and sassy woman herself. We used to be friends a long time ago, but I haven't thought of you lately at all. Hey there. Where you go? Where you go? <laughs> oh, that was so weird. Um, I was going to say, hey, we're, we're doing an episode about Veronica Mars, but um, if you know, you know, and that's what we're doing. So we are totally two little marshmallows, aren't we, Caitlin? We are. I don't <laughs> even remember why we're called marshmallows, to be completely honest. But because there's that bit, I think it's, it's like the first a, episode where is it Wallace, the first episode? Yeah, where Wallace is like Veronica Mars, she's a marshmallow or something, and it's just become like the term. Yeah, isn't it so weird how, like, those fan things, like, sometimes they make sense and sometimes they don't. Yeah, it's so, like, Potterheads is obvious. Yeah, or, like, I'm trying to think of this. Um, Murderino, that's a bit different. I don't know. I think someone came up with that term. It wasn't Karen and Georgia, I don't think. Yeah. 
or lady gangers. Yeah. I mean, that's obvious. Ganger. Like, like lady gang. Anyway, Anyway, we are doing an episode about Veronica Mars and our love for the feisty female detective. I feel a bit dirty even just saying feisty female detective. Really? (laughs) A little bit because, like, I feel like Veronica would hate that. But, um, yeah, I love her. I love how sassy she is. She's so awesome. So... I guess the first thing would be to ask you to get the notes up on your phone. Oh, sorry. sorry. Because I forgot what I wrote. Uh (laughs) Jack just mentioned me in a comment. That's right. Actually, you know what? I want to know what it is. 50 years of Big Mac. Thanks, Jack. I don't know why you're tagging us in this. What? what? Why is he tagging us? I don't know. want the Big Mac sauce. I don't know. He wants a Big Mac sauce, I think. Well, why is he tagging me? You're his girlfriend. Anyway. <laughs> he tagged both of us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what am I doing? Notes. <laughs> Here we go. Look at this. Okay. So, how, like, what was your first impression of Veronica Mars after I forcibly pushed it into your hands and told you to watch it? Okay. Well, I was quite concerned at the beginning because... <laughs> I really wanted to like it because you liked it so much. Yeah. Um, and I I did like Kristen Bell and I was curious because I had never even heard of this show. Like it was somehow just completely off my radar, even though like you used to watch it on TV, didn't you? No. No? No. So I first got to learn about Veronica Mars because both of us are like slightly too young for when it was on TV. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought maybe... It might have been the exact difference is that I – because, like, when when did the first season – I feel like it was, like, 2003 or oh, something. Oh, yeah. No, like, it was early young. 2000s. So oh, I, first, I thought it might have been a few years after that. Okay, no, never mind. My theory I just went out wrong. the window. We're such mega fans and I don't even know what year it came out. No, nah, 2003 sounds right. To be honest, I picked 2003 because Paris Hilton – is in there and the tips yeah. and, her, and haircut, her haircut. Like it's very 2003. Yeah, like it's 2003, 2004, I think. Um, why don't we have someone who can verify this stuff while we're recording? We need a Monica. We do. That's the girl on Dex Shepherd's podcast who checks things. Or for a him. Steven. Steven! Yeah. That, that out. <laughs> uh, so um, I feel like it's very early 2000s. So it's a bit, like a little bit too young for it. We were a little bit too young for it. I first heard about it when the Kickstarter campaign happened for the movie and obviously it was making super, super big headlines. I was at uni and I was blogging and I knew some people like from memory, maybe Danielle Binks and other people getting really excited about it on Twitter and I was like, what is everyone talking about? Um, So I looked it up and then I found it at my library and I was like, I have to watch this show and I started watching it. I was addicted straight away. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't realise that it was that far back for you. Um, okay, so season one started in get at the end of 2005. 2005. Four. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Now we've got that confirmed. I did not realise it was that far. Like, like it's I didn't... so soon. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. only a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. The Passion Burn Bright. Yeah, yeah, clearly, yeah. Um, cool. Wait, yeah. no, so I've got the Passion Burns Bright, though. 
That's right. Because I said it wrong. Oh, okay. my God. This is I, – we are when, so bad tonight. What is with this? I don't know. Okay. It's all good. Let's just Okay. Going. Let's try it again. Um, so, so when did you make me watch it? I don't even remember. I don't even remember either. And, by the way, now Percy's barking. We're just off kilter tonight. We are. I'm trying to – hang on. I'm trying to do the math. So maybe this at some point in last year, I think, because it took a while for me to get get my hands on the third season – from you and watched the third season. So I feel like it was even before that because the person who borrowed I mean, the third season off me had it for a while. It is like it's June 2018. Like if I started at the start. Yeah, and you've had the DVD for like a couple of, a months. Couple of months. So hmm. I feel like it was. I'm going to go oh, with early mind. 2017. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, no, you know, it was before I started dating Jack because then we tried to get Jack to watch it, remember? And he bought the second season over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. early 2017. Oh, okay. Well, now that we've got that sorted, everybody. Um. <laughs> okay, so we just had to take a small break because Percy is just being really frustrating. Anyway, you know what? I loved it. Let's move on to the next <laughs> part of this discussion. Okay. <sighs> okay. You have written writing slash plot slash mystery for all three seasons. Well, what did you think? I didn't say that they were great notes, but they're there. That's okay. So season one, obviously, are we going to go full spoilers with this? I don't want to. No, because I still want people to. If you, I guess, enjoy this discussion and love Kristen Bell, like you should watch You it. have to watch Veronica Mars if you hadn't already. We're not going to spoil the end of season one, but there may be some more like Minor spoilers, but we won't say who the killer is. We won't say who the big the big spoilers, but we may accidentally give some other. It might be like relationship characters and etc. Oh, look! I think talking about relationship spoilers is absolutely unavoidable. Yeah. Um. So okay. So I think season one is just superb. It's so good. So um, if you haven't watched it, it centres around Veronica trying to solve the murder of her best friend Amanda Seyfried who is also the younger sister of her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Complicated. Um, <laughs> going on. And she solves like a mystery every single episode, basically yeah. for her dad's PI firm. And like, or like she, she gets like a reputation and like kids in high school are like, Oh, Veronica, I need your help. You know, someone <laughs> stole my car or did this or whatever. Yeah. So, there's, so she's, there's, like, mysteries every episode and then there's, like, an overarching mystery. For each season. Yeah. Um, but in the third season there's, like, two that kind of overlap and join together. Yeah. Um, season two there's a bus crash and she has to figure out what why happened. the bus yeah. crashed. Yeah. Um, so season one, obviously the best season. I think I honestly think it goes one, two, three in terms of the writing and yeah i i would agree with that i mean very very slight differences in quality i would say like they're all oh, they're all top quality you know it like a lot of shows you know you get to like the later seasons and you're like oh we've had a bit of a decline here <laughs> like you're just here to still make money you know um and that does happen with a lot of really popular shows unfortunately but um Really, the storylines in all three are just like spot on, and they so good. They go quite well because the other trope that's really annoying in, uh, especially like teen TV shows, is you know being in 
like junior or senior years of high school for like three seasons. Yeah. No, they do it. They do it well. She graduates from high school. She goes to college. It literally Um, is one year after the other. Yeah. It's really good. I think what impressed me from the start watching this in 2015 or whenever I watched it and like numerous rewatches is that actually it wouldn't have been 2015 within like 2013 or something. Anyway, watching that, it still holds up so well. It holds up so well. I mean, we've spoken before, like we love Friends, but we both realise it's kind of problematic now. Like It's 20 years old. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, it aged, but Veronica Mars is also like. It's, well, it's 10 years old. We've just established that ish. Just over 10 years old. Yeah, it's over 10 years old. And you know and what? It's still. How I Met Your Mother started in 2005 as well. And yeah. that's way more problematic. Yeah. Like, again, I really enjoy that show. It's great for a laugh. I don't know how much of it you've watched. but Not much. It's not really my it's, thing. It's great for a laugh. I really enjoy the characters, you know, all the different relationships and everything. But God damn, she'd be problematic. Like, yeah. 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 And so a lot of I people think would recognise that as well. That surprised me, like, how well. And then that makes me think, if it stands up so well now, like, how ahead of its time it was. Because, yeah. I mean, the first episode, the pilot episode, literally Veronica talks about how she got raped and then reported it to the police and no one no one believed no her. one believed her she was slut shamed mm-hmm. and her best friend has been murdered uh and i think the other big thing that comes through and that still really feels contemporary even though it's now like over 10 years old is the class issues yes of the o9ers and um the poorer kids like veronica yeah. and stuff because the whole series is set in neptune um but in California. Yeah, Southern yeah. California. So there's a really big class divide and that is evident throughout a lot of things. It's talked about a lot and the it's particularly like there's a yeah, big from, um Latina population as yeah. well and there's like yeah. the bikies. Um I mean really for a show made in that time it's so I'm surprised. Amazing. Yeah. How it's amazing how like diverse and feminist and really smart and I don't know it just it touches on a lot of really important issues in Mm. society really really well (laughs) really well really really well and compared to so many other shows that would have been on at the same time I know it's it's so impressive it's it's ahead of its time now like we're still not getting shows this good for those kinds of reasons yeah I I it is so it is so good um and I think the mysteries as well were genuinely really interesting. Like I did oh, not yeah. see things coming. And even like rewatching it, I had forgotten so many little yeah. details <laughs> that I was like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot this. Yeah. So the fact that it still stands up to, to that in terms of like a thriller and a mystery, like it yeah. genuinely is thrilling to watch. Exactly. And well, by the time you get to the end of season one, you just like cannot stop watching. It's so, it's you just so have to know good. what happened. You have to know. Oh my God. Oh. It's so interesting. It's so good. Mm. I'm so glad that you made me watch this yeah, show. It's so good. Um, so I think definitely like, gosh, the writing. I actually bought Rob Thomas's other books, Rats or God, which which is interesting because there is a whole like Rats or God thing in Veronica Mars too mm. of like um, I think that's written somewhere in the bus and she sees it, you know, when she's in that dream sequence 
of being on the bus and she's trying to figure out what happened. She's listening to oh, the yeah. audio tapes. Um, I think it's something to do with that and there is an episode that has that title, I think. Anyway, I bought Rob Thomas's book. Um, Rob Thomas wrote Veronica Mars and I will read it eventually, but I'm mm-hmm. excited to read more of his work knowing that it's really good on screen so it should translate well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. All right. Shall we just talk about the woman herself yes. for a little bit? Oh, I'm so excited. So Kristen Bell is like a gem. She's the best. Oh, my gosh. Like I literally, I like to think of all her roles since as being Veronica Mars, being undercover. Kristen Bell, like yeah. Veronica Mars undercover as Kiki on Bad Moms. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, because that's the sort of stuff that she does as Veronica Mars too. Yeah. Like she pretends to be like a party girl and stuff and like I can just imagine exactly. her and pretending like she, to be Kiki. She'll just like knock on someone's door and be like, hi, I'm Pam from wherever. And just like, <laughs> she's so good. Or when she rings up the detectives and is pretending to be the news reporter and she's just like, I bet you could give me those files if you really wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, so I funny. love Veronica. Um, I love her complexity. So I've talked mm-hmm. already about how this show is quite feminist and I mentioned that she got date raped at a party mm-hmm. and no one believed her. So she essentially also, as well as solving her best friend's murder, is also trying to figure out who raped her. Yes, because she doesn't know. Yeah, um, so she was at a party in the end, it turns out her drink was spiked for just a long, convoluted reason as to how this all unfolded. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. They, I remember With that bullying, at the end of the first yeah. season because they – it what happened at, like, this one, one night is, like, so mm. complicated, which I just love when that happens. Yeah. But um, they, like, reveal who it is, like, three or four times. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't even and fully remember, like, because like, there's a couple of... I can't even of, remember who it was. And there's someone who thinks that they had done it. But they didn't. But they didn't, but they thought that they might have. And then at the Once end of season what, two, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, like, revealed again the actual person yeah. did it. And I remember who it was. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, we'll cut that bit out. We'll cut that bit out. Okay. <laughs> we'll be like, it was blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's... It, it's and it's like it's so clever the way that all the stories fold all together. The, yeah, the way that all the stories come together. But what is brilliant about the way that Veronica is written is that she is such an incredibly complex character and still ahead of her time in terms mm-hmm. of characters because she's dealing with the trauma of this assault, but she's also dealing with the fact that her alcoholic mother has gone missing and and you know like being in high school and trying to have friends and trying to deal with trying to have friends um being kicked out of the cool group her boyfriend breaking up with her her best friend dying Mm -hmm. and then because of her best friend dying and her father as the sheriff his belief that her best friend's dad was responsible he then gets um essentially like humiliated and run off the police force yeah, and stuff they're like the so town. it's like a it's like a whole town fall from grace so yeah she was only ever in the cool group I guess as a token because, because her dad was sheriff yeah because her dad, her dad was dad sheriff was and she sheriff. was friends with Lily and Duncan was her boyfriend so when that all crumbled she literally like goes back to square one and yeah. and has to make friends with like the new kids and 
Yeah. Yeah. Who we love. Maybe we let's do. talk about him. But <laughs> I know I can't really talk about Wallace. But I, I just think it's so brilliant that she from the start is such a good role model of like you can be a strong and independent woman mm-hmm. and still have all these flaws and still have, you know, moments where you break down and cry. Yeah. But still be kick ass. Yeah, be <laughs> absolutely kick ass, but you're not infallible to emotion. Yeah. Even though she pretends to be, sometimes exactly. you see that. She like can be both. Yeah. It's so it's so amazing. Yeah. What do you want to say about Rondo? I just, I mean, I agree with everything you've already <laughs> said. Um, she's so sassy. Oh, she's so sassy. She's like everything I aspire to be. I know. Literally, like, I just want to be Veronica Mars. Like, oh. I know. It's kind of like I... I don't know if I feel a little bit like this at the moment. When I was when I watched the first and second season really quickly, I did kind of feel this way, that I was like being a bit extra sassy and things like that. <laughs> um, and even though I just we recently watched the movie and mm-hmm. um, the third season I'd finished after a little while, um, I I think it's worn off a little bit. But I do like. <laughs> Do you do that with characters? I do this all the time with Gilmore Girls. Like whenever I watch mm. Gilmore Girls, I try and be really witty. <laughs> you know what I do this with? Podcasts. I'll binge oh, a bunch yeah. and then I find myself like like I would binge a bunch of Lady Gang and then I would be saying the Lady Gang things like, yeah. oh, bleak or whatever, or I'll binge a bunch of Jules and Sarah and then I'll start having a bit of like a British or I'll think things in the way that Sarah would say them. Yeah. Or I've been listening to, um, you know, My Favourite Murder and I'll be like, bye. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. I just can't help it. It just exactly. infiltrates my brain. Yeah. And <laughs> really, you know, things we love do that. And yeah. Try, so Veronica you. know, makes learn you... from the world around us and everything. And Veronica makes me want to be more sassy. Yeah. She makes me want to stand up for myself too. Yeah. And just not take anyone's shit because she does oh, not exactly. take shit. She doesn't take anyone's shit. And she's so clever. Oh, love Veronica. Definitely the woman we aspire to be. She is. And you know what else? (laughs) Wallace is the friend I aspire to be. Oh, my goodness. Wallace is amazing. Wallace is the best. Okay, so Wallace is like the new kid at school at the start of the first season. He gets taped to the flagpole. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like. That's how she meets him. She cuts him off the flagpole. She cuts him down and he's like sort of like her first case, isn't he? Like figuring out what happened. Because, um. This is from memory. I've watched it for a while, but he was like a st- grocery store clerk and some PCHs. So PCH is the motorcycle Gang. crew yeah. there. Um, some PCHs tried to blatantly steal some stuff, and he hit the panic button. And the police came, and they kind of humiliated him and um, made sure the PCHs knew that he was the reason they were being arrested. And, yeah. and so then, yeah, so then they, they got they got revenge yeah. on him by taking him to the flagpole because, I mean, this is not your normal high school either. I mean, that's the only thing that's – and that's the case with every TV show. It's, the only thing that's unrealistic about it is the amount of stuff that goes on in this high school. Yeah, exactly. But the amount the of things part, that happen every day, my Yeah, God. I mean, but for the most part, like, the cases she does are, are pretty, like, you can explain them as being in high school. Like, yeah. someone who didn't get good grades or – um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like most or, of them are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Someone who thinks, you know, someone's cheating or, yeah. like, what's something to do with their parents and, yeah, there's yeah. lots of different things. But, yeah, Wallace is just the best. I think my favourite thing about Wallace and Veronica's relationship is that it is always and completely, entirely platonic. 
There's never a question Uh because they don't need to. They can be friends. They can just be friends. They can be a guy and a girl being friends. And I love that. The only thing that makes me sad sometimes is that Veronica uses Wallace a bit too much um which again like we said you're not perfect as a character and she yeah. isn't she has her flaws and she does use Wallace but it also that also serves as a lesson to her to hold the people that she loves dear exactly. and admit that because she he can't calls just her out use on them it. yeah he calls her out on it and yeah. it's great and the bit that I hate like, most about this tv show is when he disappears for a while in season two I hate that because I love Wallace yeah I know I remember trying to Google it and see, like, why. Like, was he doing a movie or something? Oh, Did he break yeah, his arm? True. Like, I don't know why he wasn't there. But, yeah. But, yeah. I, and, oh, I loved in the in the movie. I'm just going to jump ahead to the movie yeah. quickly. Um, because Wallace is now teaching at the high school that they went to. Mm. Um, and because all, all through the first season where she's, like, he works in, like, the office or something. Yeah. And she's, like, Wallace, can you give me a file? And then in the movie she calls him and she's, like, Wallace, can you give me a file? <laughs> Love it. And he's like, I'm a teacher now. This is bad. And she's like, so you're saying it'd be easy, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, love Wallace. Um, so should we talk about the other friend, Mac? Yes. Which is Veronica's tech buddy. I love that. Um, she meets her doing a case, which is a really cool case. It's I, an awesome case. It's so gonna, clever. No. It's so clever. I don't really want to talk about it because it's a really great episode. Yeah. yeah. And if we say it, it'll give away who. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's a great episode. I love Mac. I love that she comes on board as like basically the tech version of Wallace. Yeah. Um, and Veronica's gal pal, but without being like, without we're being best girly. friends. Like, yeah. I mean, without replicating what Veronica had with Lily, which was let's go shopping. And, yeah. And um, a bit more girly. They're like. Yeah. And they're not like. They're not like your stereotypical best girlfriends either, like us who like sit down and have like a 40 minute conversation, like deep and meaningful. They're like, they're friends, but yeah, it's, yeah you know, it's really, and they are really, really good, good friends and best friends. And they, um, you know, Veronica stays very good friends with Mac and Wallace because they yeah. go to the same college in the third season. Yeah. Um, which is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love Mac. Mac's cool. She's great. She's very cool. Way too cool for me. Exactly. Wait, <laughs> does she come in like halfway through the first season? I feel like halfway through the first season. Yeah. yeah. A decent amount in, yeah. 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 Okay, um, let's talk about Logan. Oh, Logan. Logan. Okay, so. What's his last name? I was just about to say his name. Logan right? Eccles. Oh, Eccles, that's right. Yeah. Logan um, Eccles. So have you ever hated anyone more? in the first episode and being more surprised by your changing reaction to him. Oh, my God. I feel like I remember being like, oh, Logan, what a dick. And you were like, wait, just (laughs) Just wait. Because you know what? Funnily enough, I've already mentioned Gilmore Girls, which is kind of funny. But, like, there's a character named Logan in Gilmore Girls and he's such a dick when you meet him. (laughs) And, like, lots of people do like him, you know, like the team Mm. Logan, team Jess, team Dean. Yeah. I still don't like Logan, team (laughs) Jess. But, yeah, like, what? character development he's a very complex character as well but when you watch the first episode you're like this guy is just a rich spoiled dick yeah he is like so horrible but the off the depth there and I don't also I don't want to go too much into it because if you haven't watched it but if you know you know about you know what happens yeah Yeah. issues um and I think like the only spoilers like we said we're going to give our relationship ones and I think that's like why him and Veronica work so well mm-hmm. is because they do both understand each other's really complex emotional 
history and emotional yeah. baggage that they both have. Exactly. And um, and they don't expect each other to be anything else. No, no. But it's also why they don't work. Yeah, because they have this history. So yeah, it's it's an interesting relationship. But I do love them together. We're going to talk yeah. about that later on anyway. But yeah, Logan. Is great. I love his sarcastic comments. Oh, he's, he's I love so his like funny. thought of the day on the voicemail too. Like, who oh has time God, to change yeah. their voicemail every day? I know. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, he's oh, so, funny. so many like classic Logan like things. Like, if you look up Veronica Mars memes, a lot of them are um, mostly Logan. Logan. Yeah. Like, I can't remember what the word is he says, but his the principal comes up and is like, "Can I have a word?" And he's like, "Sure." And he like says something. And he's like, "I've got plenty more." Like, he's got, so sassy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's, I know um, he's very sassy too. Yeah. yeah, help me, Obi Mars Kenobi. You're my only hope. I know. That's <laughs> uh, um, like the first meme that comes up if you look up Veronica Mars <laughs> gifts. Sorry, not memes, gifts. Um, so my, I think, even though I love them all, I think maybe my favorite character is Keith. Keith is the best. Who's your daddy? I love. I love Keith. You know what? No one else can say who's your daddy except Keith. Myers. I know it's so good. And then when she's like, "Did you get me a pony? Is that a pony?" It's like, oh, I can't it's like a running joke. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's so good. I love Keith. I can't believe you got a pony into my room. <laughs> um, I love Keith so much. I think the relationship between them, like, again, it can be super easy for the parents to be absent. Like in young adult fiction, it can be super easy for the yeah. parents just to be absent. And Keith Mars is, like, in and out a bit, and obviously he's a bit more lenient than a lot of parents. I mean, he gets her a taser and stuff. Does he? Or I don't know if he knows about I don't about know if he knows about that. Stuff. Yeah. But he knows that she's doing more than what he would like her to be doing. And totally. he's like, okay, I can't stop this, so yeah. I'm just going to let you know, it go. He's never really that upset unless she does something perhaps super illegal yeah. or unsafe or with a boy because yeah. he does or, get really yeah. like he's like you better have my daughter home by this time like he gets really funny about yeah. that but then he's okay if she's doing like a stakeout yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like okay go have fun and it's like what boys no nope no boys um <laughs> yeah know. so keith is keith is excellent and again with the character development oh my god the way that his character like he has relation like we get looks at his relationships yeah. outside and his and, work as well and what yeah things that ruin his relationships where he's actually, you know, like sticking up for Veronica or mm-hmm. prioritising his daughter over his own happiness. And, yeah. yeah, we look at his work and some of the stuff that he's given up as well, his own personal downfall from being sheriff and stuff is, yeah, it's really interesting. Oh, like I think there's an episode in the third season where um he – He's because he works as a private investigator, and Veronica technically is his receptionist. Yeah, um, does a lot more than that. But um, he gets arrested at one point because he puts his own sheriff's uniform on to try and get information out of someone as part of a job he's doing. Yeah, as a private investigator, um, and then because the sheriff doesn't like him, the real sheriff, he gets arrested for impersonating a police officer. Mm. Um, and that was just like. It was quite sad because it's like, oh, Keith's not the sheriff. Yeah, it is yeah. like it, it is really. And especially you know, by then, we know lots of the back and forth. And I, if I remember correctly, I don't think he campaigns to be sheriff like in the election thing. 
in the first season, but I think he does in the second season. No, it's the third season. Is it just the, the third? Final, the final um, episode, episode then is Veronica. Yeah. If he yeah. got voted in or not. Yeah. Which yeah. takes us to the movie, which we just watched yes. together. I love this movie so I damn much. I love it so much. I want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I've watched it like 10 times. Oh, my it's God. It's amazing. So I think... Going on from Keith, in the movie we see him very disappointed that Veronica um, might potentially come back to being a PI and being in Neptune because mm-hmm. he even says to her at one point, he's like, don't, you got out, like stay out. Yeah. You got away from this place. Don't let it drag you down too. So Because he is still working as a private investigator. And the town has gone to shit basically. The yeah. police force are almost are corrupt, totally corrupt. Almost totally corrupt. The gangs are, you know, doing different lots of different things. There's lots of different other um the interesting thing I always found about Neptune is that like, you know, when they're at high school and at college and everything, it seems like there's elements of like this sort of small townish stuff. But mm. um there's also a lot of reference to like the really rich areas of town and yeah. you're like, oh, this is where the movie stars and the pop stars and the yeah. you know, heads of company live and like all of these different things. Um, so there's a lot of, I guess, glamorous and celebrity aspects to the town as mm. well as the, you know, I mean, it's like we said before about the class differences. Yeah. yeah. It's very noticeable. Um, oh, gosh, you know who we didn't mention? Weevil. Oh, I love Weevil. I love Weevil so much. So Weevil is in the motorcycle gang and he's kind of like Veronica's enemy at first and then they become like best buds and it's so cute. Yeah, and he's like whenever, you know, someone says the PCHs did something, she's like, come on, did you do it? And he's like, no. <laughs> I think, oh, I love, I think again, I think they this have is such in the third a good season relationship. I watched it most recently, but um, there's... <laughs> Um, something where someone thinks he did something and he's like, you know, Veronica asks him and he says he's like, no, that's like like white people crime or something because it was like fraud or something, not yeah. like violence, you know. Yeah. 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 Which is, um, he's very funny too. Yeah, he is really funny. And when we see him as well in the movie, he's like totally like reformed. Oh, he's like he's a got a wife. Dad and, and like yeah. a beautiful wife. It's so And I'm, I'm really, but the only thing that, really unsettled me about the movie is that it ends kind of with him as head of the PCU. Yeah, getting back on the bike. And I just, it makes me worried for his future. And I know he's not real, but. It's the only disappointing thing thing. about the entire movie. Mm. It's like, because. What happens to Weevil? I guess, um, you know, we talked about this in our Spilling the Tea episode about how kind of like the reboot sort of thing. Yeah. And Veronica Mars. I don't know. The movie doesn't feel like a reboot, but it kind of is because it brings together all of these characters and, like, every time someone else's face is on screen, I'm like, oh, look, there's whatever, you know, like. it's um, So the premise of the movie is that it's 10 years later. It's, it's a high, high school, school reunion, reunion. Um, which, like, coincided perfectly timing-wise. It literally was 10 years after they <laughs> would have graduated. Like, it was very clever. Um, and it was funded by the fans through a Kickstarter campaign, probably one of the first Kickstarter um, crowdfunded campaigns to really make any headlines, and Mm it was an amazing success. Um, So the other thing is that Logan Eccles is back. He 
is being he's being looked at. Um, well, he's he's been murder. charged. Yeah, he's he's a suspect for the murder of his girlfriend, and he calls Veronica. Yeah, and calls Veronica and is like, "Please help me pick a lawyer." And then that escalates to her feeling like she wants to help, help and exonerate him. Yeah, yeah, because she can see that he didn't do this. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, "What about the bit where he's like, um, do you think I did it?" And she's like, "I wouldn't be here if I thought you did." Yeah, like, you know. Um, but obviously, like we said, that's very disappointing for her dad because she had essentially got out of Neptune and bettered herself and had done everything he had worked for her to do. Yeah. So classic parent really you know, like she was you know in his eyes like had was better than he was and like was you know achieving yeah. more and wasn't gonna be a, a private dick <laughs> yeah um so yeah what what did you like what were your thoughts on the, the I think, movie I think the movie um is done very very well because not only is it you know, like, oh, the characters are back and, you know, we see how everyone turns out and, you know, all of these different things. But it really does, like, have a really good story. Like, it's not like Mm. they just tried to come up with something to Mm. fill the movie. Yeah, it is a genuinely interesting story. Yeah, It relates back to people at high school. We see a lot of characters we already knew and to almost, like, other crimes than that that we already knew mm. had happened, like mm. got tied in, which was really interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> it's fascinating. I love it. It's, and it's like so it's genuinely like the other thing is if you don't want to invest the time in Veronica Mars, which you totally should, um, the like, movie is self-contained and it yeah. runs through what happens like what for three need, seasons. Like it's quickly like what you need to know. So like the first minute of the movie is like, oh my best friend died, like blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um and you know, just like kind of introducing the characters and being like, well, you know, to these two used to be together, they're friends, this is her dad. Like yeah. that's all you really need to know to watch the movie. Yeah. It's but weird. there are <laughs> if you watched it without watching the series, there are lots of moments that you'd be like Oh, you know, like you wouldn't get. I <laughs> yeah, guess. you'd be like, "Oh, that's nice," but you wouldn't get the significance you wouldn't get it, get it. Yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I really, you know, like I already said about like that. Wallace, can you give me a file. <laughs> <laughs> Moments like that that are, um, you know, you get if you've seen the um, other series. So I guess the big thing about the movie is mm-hmm. the relationship between Veronica and Logan which is what the fans always wanted but is not how the series ended. Yes. So the series ends with them having broken up, been on again, off again for a while. Yeah. but And um, her Veronica dating Piznarski. Yeah, a few months into dating Piz, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then by the time the movie starts, she'd obviously broken up with Piz and they've been back together dating for like a year. Mm-hmm. So She's about to meet his parents. She's about to meet his parents. And gets- but her heart's not in it. Exactly, and she kind of, and then she gets called back to Neptune and gets sucked into the case and go into the reunion. And, and blah, she blah, blah, walks blah, out blah. of the airport and in a total officer and a gentleman moment, which they reference, which is so clever. Yeah. Um, Logan is just standing there in his white Navy uniform oh. looking so ridiculously hot and she's yeah. like, what, are you going to carry me through the airport? And she's <laughs> like, you should only wear this ever. ever. Oh, so good. Yeah. So I think, you know, it was obvious from the start and everyone wanted them to get back together. Yeah. Um, so but I, you I knew were kind that, of. 
I knew that that was how the movie was going to end um, and it's not a spoiler. Like from the start of the movie, you know that's how it's going to end. Yeah. Um, but I just I never appreciate, though throughout the movie, you know, there's a few phone calls and whatever where, you know, Veronica and Piz's relationship is crumbling. Um, mm. I hate when they do this in TV shows and in movies where even though you want the characters to be together, like why can't they officially break up with their previous relationships or, you know, be more than a month after their girlfriend oh, died yeah. or whatever it is? It's like, yes, we yeah. want this to happen, but, like, think about the circumstances still. I guess the more than a month after his girlfriend died thing comes back to the, they're not a new relationship. They've yes. known each other. I think the nostalgia is strong as well. They've been mm-hmm. through a lot. Yeah. A lot. I'm less, I'm honestly, I'm less concerned about that than the fact that we never really are 100% sure if Veronica and Piz officially broke up or if she cheated. No, I think she, I think they broke up. I think they did. Like when he leaves and she doesn't go with him, I think that's like. I think that's the breakup yeah. too. But like it's not explicit. No, it's not explicit. And maybe that's like a mistake in the show. But I think. It's kind of like when we were talking about Brooklyn and I was saying the two guys kind of represent her choice in life. It's the same sort of thing. Like, does she get involved with Logan and get drawn back into Neptune and do everything her dad doesn't want her to? Or does she choose this safer, better, nicer life with Piers yeah. um, being but a lawyer in New York? It's kind of a similar situation. Yeah. yeah. So she would be a lawyer in New York, which while she's like, yeah, I can do it and stuff, she, I think, admits at one point, she's like, it's so boring. Like, yeah. She, this is not what fuels her fire. It's not her passion. And you can tell, but like, she's so self-critical. Like, she's like, I'm a junkie. Like, I am addicted to the thrill of this. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't at the end. The last line of the movie is, my name is Veronica Mars and I'm an addict. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Veronica. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, she knows that she can't escape Neptune but then at the same time that's kind of poetic because she doesn't really it, want it really comes full circle in that she can't escape Neptune mm-hmm. and she her story is always connected with Neptune and in some ways it would be, have been a bit of a cop-out if she'd be like okay well I'm going back home now to oh, exactly like, it wouldn't have been a very good ending would it, it it would be too neat and too nice and not Veronica at all because yeah. Veronica isn't neat and going exactly. for the easy option she's going for something messy and like, I was about to say, she's messy. She is messy. And their love spans years, generations, life loss, bloodshed, classic quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I, I did love the movie, though. And I think I'm going to get Jack to watch it, like, without really having watched. Veronica Mouse. Like, well, he watched, he watched some of the first season, but we never finished it. Um, and so I think that he'll like it just Maybe as a Maybe we should just, like, watch it again, like, after we finish recording. <laughs> my dad's coming over but oh that's right yeah <laughs> i know oh, uh, yeah <laughs> what's next on our list of things to discuss special mention to dick and oh, dad yeah. okay so <laughs> dick casablancas is like he's the best but he's such but like, he's the worst he's like literally he is a dick um yeah. he has guest roles in season one and then, like, his storyline becomes more important in season two. And then season um, three is kind of back to recurring 
recurring guests. Pretty much in every episode, though. But I again, think. like for a guest character, oh my gosh, the character development in him, even though he's I a know. dick, like he goes through some real goes shit. Goes through some real shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love that he's back. Logan's staying at his house um, in the yeah. movie, and he's just like back to being his he's dick just self. Like, just like surfs all the time and like you know i wish we could remember some of his good lines oh i (laughs) i wish i could too i don't know it's so funny um and then my favorite like my favorite bit of the movie (laughs) is like a two second clip where duck shepherd is the drunk guy trying to crack on to veronica in the bar and she's just like gagging i know she's like (laughs) and he's like doing like real bad moves it's so funny but oh dax shepherd and Kristen bell are just they're so hilarious together and they really are a great couple because they're so open about like you know getting annoyed with each other and Mm. doing those different things and i you know, the different cameos and roles they have in, like, movies like, <laughs> from each so other. They must have so much fun together. They have so much fun together. Oh, okay. I know. And because, so, like, you haven't listened to Dax Shepard's podcast, no, but yeah. I have. So in his podcast, I forget even who he's talking to because I don't think it was the episode with Kristen. But um, I think it might have been when he was talking to someone about, like, he like this other person had asked, you know, when they were first, like, going out or whatever, and it was while she was on Veronica Mars, and he was like, yeah, and I watched it because, like, my girlfriend was in it. And I didn't became... know they went out that early. Yeah, they've been together for a while. I didn't know that. That's so funny. Yeah. Mm. I mean, don't quote me on any dates or anything, but, yeah, he said that, you know, he watched it because his girlfriend was in it and he was just, like, you know, being supportive and he got totally hooked and he's like, I'm a total marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. So, that is so funny. I love that. Yeah. My favorite thing ever is the Kristen Bell sloth video where he's like, oh, I got you yeah. a sloth, and she's just like, Is he still to the party? So good. I know. <laughs> I actually was just listening to um, his podcast today, an episode that he has with Zach Braff, mm. which, like, picture them both in your head. They look the same. I've never mm. considered this, but this is what the whole episode <laughs> is about. Um, and they were talking about, you know, different work and everything. and because Zach Braff has done a bit of, like, voiceover work, like, with animation and things like that. And Dax was like, yeah, I don't, I tried, and I'm like, I can't. And and he's, and he's like, and, you know, when you live with, like, an incredible voice actor, like, it's kind of <laughs> demeaning. And I was like, oh, how much voice acting has Kristen done? And then I was like, oh, six seasons of Gossip Girl, the voiceover in Veronica Mars, even, like, it's the voiceover is a big part of the series. Yeah. And, you know, she's the voice of Gossip Girl in Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, Frozen and stuff. So yeah. she has done quite a lot of voice work. I didn't really <laughs> put it together before. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, so oh. we love Dick and we love Dax. Oh, um, also special mention to possibly the hottest person in this whole series, Deputy Leo. Oh, Leo. Oh. What's the actor's oh, name? I'm going to quickly Google so it. so hot. So Deputy Leo. Oh, my goodness. He so, shows up for, like, what, like a five-episode arc? I don't even know. Yeah, like they date for, like, a few episodes um, because. Oh, and it's, like, so scandalous because he's, like, a deputy at the um, at the police station and so she's in be high like school. in his 20s. and Yeah, he's, like, in his early 20s and she's still in high school. Damn Which it, actually what? is quite scandalous. It is, isn't it? To be honest. Um, I'm in my early 20s. I wouldn't date anyone in high school. 
Yeah, um, but it's different with boys too. Oh, whatever. It is. No, no, I mean like you wouldn't date down a boy because like developmentally. They're barely mature enough Exactly. Now. That's my point, yeah. You need what? to go older if you yeah. want someone who's mature. Anyway, after all that discussion, I've, his name is Max Greenfield, best probably known for being on the on mm. New Girl with Zoe Deschanel. Oh, what else is he in? Yeah, let's just have a little look. Max okay. Greenfield. Um, oh, Ice Age, apparently. The Big Short. I've seen that, but I don't remember. Castle, apparently. I don't know. Veronica Mars. Mm, yeah, I've really, I've, I haven't really heard of any of these other things. So anyway. I love that he makes a super quick appearance. Like they really did assemble everyone for the movie. They did. It was so awesome. She wants to get some information out of him and he makes a really cool remark to if you're not up with, like, so I think what happened, um, they thought that they might get a season four for Veronica Mars and they had done like a pitch, a 20-minute pitch of Veronica. Like what the storyline would yeah. be for the season. Working with the FBI. Anyway, so it's really cool. There's a bit in the movie where Leo's like, didn't I hear something about you with the FBI? And she's like, no, maybe in another life. Like it's it's clever. It's clever the way they've written it all in for the fans with all the nuggets for the fans. Yeah. Um, but he pretends not to know her. And he's like, sorry, have we met? And she's like, yeah, remember? like, Yeah, she's literally me. like. We used to make out all the time and I was still in high school and it was, like, scandalous. Like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, but, um, yeah, last time when you tried to woo me and you tried to get me to do something for you in that tight little red number and you bought and like, pizza. And you bought pizza and then she gets out of pizza. I know. It's it's so cool. But, yeah, Deputy Leo is still hot. In fact, even hotter now. Oh, he's so oh, much hotter now. Yes. Like, I was surprised that he still looks that good oh. like, in the – when he showed up and I was like, oh, that's the guy from New Girl. And I was like, damn, you looked good a few years mm. ago. Like, mm. he still looks good now. So we are going to end our rambly little episode with our love for Bean Mars with a game called Marry, Taser, Kill. Yes. I was like, what did we call it in the end? We discussed this a lot. Yes, Marry, Marry Taser, 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 Kill. Um, because Veronica Mars likes to taser people. Yeah. Um, so... So I'm going to run this game. Okay. okay so Mary, Taser, Kill, Veronica, Mac, and Parker. So Parker we didn't actually mention, but she She's is Mac's uh, roommate when they go to college in season three. She ends up dating Logan for a bit. Yeah. She's it's pretty complicated. Cool. It's a complicated There's relationship. There's lots of things going on, but I quite like Parker. Okay. Um, Mary, so- Taser, Kill. <laughs> Sorry, Parker. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um. I feel like this one was kind of unfair because I'm going to kill Parker, taser Mac, and then marry Veronica. Really? Because I'm going to, I think I'm going to taser Veronica and then marry Mac yeah, because I cool. feel like Mac would just take care of me. Like she would have all my shit sorted because she does it for Veronica. Like, yeah, she yeah. I feel like she'd be really good. Also, she was making lots of money working for Kane Software in the oh movie. God, so, like, I yeah. could live in a very good lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Veronica wouldn't hold that against me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Um, in the movie when, like, you know, Veronica's, like, home and, like, her friends show up and, like, Mac and Wallace showed up together. Yeah. I was almost like. Is that because they they're together? together? It's like, never really explained. It's never said, but I'm not mad. No. I would kind of like that. I wouldn't be mad at that at no. all. Yeah. Okay, next one. Uh, Mary, Taser, Kill, Wallace, Logan, and Duncan. So Duncan um, was Veronica's boyfriend and Lily's older brother. Yeah. 
gosh, that is a complicated We didn't really mention no, him because, either. Because he's just, oh. I don't really also, like Duncan. No, I don't really like Duncan. Um, so that's my, I'm going to kill him. Um, going to taser Logan because I can't handle that much drama. And Wallace, I'm going to marry Wallace because he's just gorgeous. He's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. The drama, I, though. I love Logan. If this was, if Mary Kill, we might have a different. <laughs> Um, Absolutely. Um, different um, answer. But I would still be marrying Wallace. <laughs> since it's Mary Taser Kill, yes. <laughs> so we'd both marry Wallace, Taser Logan, unfortunately, and then kill Duncan. Yeah. Okay, so my next one is Keith Mars, <laughs> Sheriff Lamb, and Vinnie Van Lowe, who is the other PI in <laughs> he's, town. And he's such a sleeve. He's and such he a sleeve. comes back for the movie, of course. Who plays him? I'm going to quickly look this up while you answer. Um, I am going to marry Keith, obviously, because he's amazing. Um, I'm going to uh, – I can't decide where I would rather see the pain on Vinnie Van Lowe's face when I taser him. <laughs> or, no, I think I'll taser Lamb and kill Vinnie. Yeah, I was I was he's thinking the same thing. He's such a womanizer, and oh, I was thinking the same thing, and I, I cannot find Vinny Van Lowe was played by Ken Marino. Of, I've seen him in other stuff. Yeah, he's in Wet Hot American Summer. Have you ever watched that? No, it really funny. didn't look like something I would like. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> you know, there's like there's heaps of things where the Millers. Oh, in a world that's good. I like that movie. I've definitely seen him other stuff and I've not watched any other ones. Yeah, there's lots of things. He's got quite a rich resume. Anywho, Awestruck by Lightning. I like that movie too. Anywho, um, so then our next one is Dick, Piz and Weevil. <laughs> okay, so for this one I would marry Piz. Mm. Unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to taser Dick and then kill Weevil. Oh, no. I really, really? like Dick. He's really funny. I want to keep him around. <laughs> Not that I don't like wanna, Weevil. I just but... don't want to kill Weevil. So I'm going to um, I'm gonna kill Dick. I think, I think I'm going to marry Weevil. Really? Because Piz is just a little bit boring. I'm going to taser his. But Weevil's, like, got a heart of gold. And I know. I feel like but I, he's I, sarcastic. I, I quite like and, his. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, his is okay, his. but, like, I, he's just a bit boring. Like, mm. And I love Weevil. I really do. He's very loyal. I yeah. love Weevil. Um, oh, you want to say the next one? Yep. So next we have. Logan, Leo, and Piz. So this is Again, the Veronica's Boyfriend edition. Very different if it was F. Mary Kill. Yes. Um, yes. So in this scenario, in this I'm scenario, Piz. yeah, I'm killing Piz. You're gone. I am marrying Leo and I'm tasering Logan. Yep, same thing. <laughs> yep. Again, different if it was F. Mary Kill. See, but. I think Logan is perfect for Veronica. Does not mean he is a perfect person. He is, would be... Oh, not very good to be in a I relationship. I not get along with him at all. But mostly, like, most of the reason his relationships fail is because he's still in love with Veronica. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's the reason yeah. all of his other relationships fail. Yeah. Okay. So okay. this is the Our last police one officer is edition. the police edition, which is uh, Sheriff Lamb, Deputy Sachs, and Deputy Leo. Obviously, I'm marrying Leo, yeah. killing Lamb, and tasering Sachs. Poor yeah. Sachs. 
Paul sacks, but he doesn't ever really do anything that long wrong, so he can live. No, yeah, he can live. <laughs> which is more than I can say for the movie. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, spoilers. Also, I think now that you've watched the movie, I should lend you the books because they are very good. Okay. I wish that they would come out with more. I think there's a Dick spin-off miniseries really? on on the internet. It's like little tiny episodes. I'll have to look it up. Ah. But um, I would really like to watch that yeah, because Dick is great. Dick is really good. So played by Ryan Hansen. He's actually like he and Kristen Bell like used to live together. And, really? Like, he's very, very good friends with like Kristen and with Aww. Dax. So like have you ever seen um, more recently uh, Kristen's been doing these like um, like mum splaining videos or something no. like with Ellen, no. Ellen too. So oh. Ryan Hansen was in one of those. It was hilarious. Um, and I also recently watched Chips, which is Dax Shepard's movie. I was going to talk about that in our intro. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, but um, yeah. So and he's in that, which is hilarious. He has it's like a, a tiny sm- role. It's a tiny role, but right? still knowing that they're all on set together yeah. makes me a bit happy. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, but the books are really good. They pick up from where the movie leaves off. Oh, okay. So Logan and Veronica in a relationship, Logan in the Navy. Um, mm. yeah, it's, it's really, they're, they're really cool. And it also deals with some stuff with her mum that isn't resolved in the movie or any of the TV series. So I think you'll like them. Oh, cool. And I wish they would write more, but it's been a few years, so yeah, I don't think maybe so. Maybe but I would love to see more because, again, they were really – the second one especially – second one? Uh, I think so. The second one um, deals with um, slut-shaming and rape and um, sex work mm-hmm. and the idea – some people say that, oh, is it theft or rape? Like that sort of <sighs> terrible attitude towards – um, abusive sex workers and mm-hmm. stuff so it's still tackling really taboo issues yeah which is what Veronica Miles is all about so yeah yeah if, if anyone is a fan of V Miles but hasn't read the books I would highly recommend them they are very good yeah <laughs> okay well these marshmallows are going to sign off yes <laughs> where can people find us at better words pod on all the socials and you can have a look at our Patreon page as well. We are sharing some special discount codes from some of our favourite small bookish retailers on there, like the YA Chronicles and Bottled Books. Yeah. And, and we do some monthly wrap-ups and stuff. Yeah, yeah, other little posts here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so check out our Patreon page. We really, really appreciate your support if you're able to give it to us. Um, also, please sign up to our newsletter, which you can find at our website, betterwordspodcast.com. And please let us know what your favourite Veronica Mars moments are. Send us lots of gifts. Yes, all the gifts. (laughs) Bye. Bye.